Hello and welcome. This is Christianity, the backstory. Looking between the lines of church history and the New Testament. This is the first of a series of podcasts about Christianity. For anyone who's interested in the background, the development and the psychology of this belief system. And it's for people who are interested in a man known as Jesus and who are willing to question the church's concept of him, recognising that the man and the religious concept are two different things. I'm Elliot Smith, and as I said in the introduction, I intend to be objective in my treatment of Christianity. I do have some strong opinions on this subject, which might get in the way at times, but I'll be keeping an eye on this and trying to work out what it means to be objective on a subject like this. I'll be starting with no assumptions and using my own style of critical thinking. So it's going to be a challenge. What if I say, in this episode, we're going to be looking at the mother of all Christian assumptions? Can I say that as an objective observer? I would put forward that it's like calling a red car a red car. But let's see where this goes and you can make your own assessment. If you're starting here and you want to know more about my perspective, you could go back and listen to the introduction, parts one and two, which I've called A Fourth Century Tale and the book. Also, I should say here that what I mean when I use the word Christianity is different to common interpretations of the word, and that's what this first episode will deal with, the problematic nature of what the words Christian and Christianity conjure up in the minds of various people. We're going to be having a look at what Christianity is built on, which is what the meaning of the word is primarily about. So the meaning of the word is difficult when you break it down, because as we'll see, the foundations of the religion are more than questionable. In this episode, I'll be going right back to the ideas that are the starting points for Christian belief, those underlying ideas that other ideas are built on, and that can so easily go unnoticed. This is where we go from nothing to something, and ask the first question. As if we haven't heard of it before, from the ground up, what is Christianity? This religion took the Roman Empire by storm in the 4th century, and it grew to become the biggest religion in the world. And this is still the case, with the same essential belief system continuing in the creeds of all the major denominations. Christians do a lot of good things around the world. It provides a sense of identity and purpose, a way to understand life. It brings people together, and it also divides people. Within this belief system is said to be the criteria for whether we go to heaven for eternity or not. This thing is huge. It may seem like Christianity has had its day, but there are still plenty of people who hold on to it with a lot of conviction, sincerely holding great concern for people who don't share their faith. And Christians are people from all walks of life, including historians and astrophysicists. And these people have quite intelligent and thought-through explanations of their belief system. I don't actually know that there are any Christian astrophysicists, but I'll take a punt and say they're out there because there are plenty of Christians among academic high achievers. It's not like being an historian, for example, means a person is not a Christian due to greater knowledge. So there's a lot of reasoning that goes into people's assertions of faith, and many Christians are more than willing to explain their belief, although it might take a while. It's a belief system that explains a lot of things. So how can you define something like this in straightforward terms? I spent a while thinking about this and it's not easy. I had thought that as a starting point, defining the word would be reasonably straightforward, but it's not because 
There are different approaches, different major aspects to the religion, and different things people refer to when they use the word Christianity. But the good thing is that I don't need to try and formulate an answer to the question here. Nor do I really want to, now that I've seen how tricky it'd be. And who am I to do that anyway? I have no formal training or qualifications in this field. And so much has been said on the subject. It's just a messy business. But I do want to make some observations and work towards some sort of understanding of Christianity that doesn't start with preconceived ideas, which is a path less trodden. It's an approach that requires determination for anyone who's been brought up in a Christian culture. For Christians, I think it's almost an impossibility to not start with assumptions. I know I was incapable of this when I was a Christian. So rather than give you my unqualified description of Christianity, I'm going to invoke the words of others, those who have claimed to know what Christianity is, and see where that takes us. We'll be following what I think is a logical progression to establish what seems to be true about this religion and its claims, and drawing from primary documents and the work of historians, piecing together what can be known about the history behind the religion. What's my motivation in this? This is a good question to ask, and it's never an easy one to answer. I think there is truth behind the story of Christianity, and I think that truth matters. I believe in God, and, I, and the journey of research and reassessment that this podcast represents is something that I've taken on because I want to know more about Jesus and his teaching. But I believe the church and its doctrines are deceptive and hold sway over people who believe they are recipients of uncorrupted information about Jesus. I know a lot of people who are immersed in this, either as people who are being indoctrinated or people who are indoctrinating others, or both. And I see no reason why there can't be rigorous debate on this subject. I use the word indoctrinate there because I'm explaining my motivation from my perspective. Also, motivation is a murky business. I suppose I should add, I said in the introduction that I don't want to offend Christians, and I don't. But I want to annoy them, especially my big brother. They've annoyed me a lot, and I want to get them back. Christianity is an extremely diverse religion, but it has at its core a mainstream of generally agreed upon doctrines and ideas, and this is what we'll be dealing with. I'm going to be generalizing and not getting bogged down in trying to account for all the different aspects to things. So, what is Christianity? Who's qualified to answer the question? Who says what Christianity is? Who's going to give the right answer? Do Christians give the right answer? Is what they say in answer to the question true? Of course, it's true in regards to what they believe, so we need the Christian perspective. But it's not just about what Christians think. We also need to look at this religion from an outside and impartial perspective. So, let's start with Google. A search engine is a good place to start because they push to the top the most recognised sources for information. Alright, so let's... Punch in the word Christianity and see what we get. First page up the top is Wikipedia. Christianity is an Abrahamic monotheistic religion based on the life and teachings of Jesus of Nazareth. Its adherents, known as Christians, believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God and Saviour of all people, whose coming as the Messiah was prophesied in the Old Testament and chronicled in the New Testament. Next up we have Religion Christianity BBC. Christianity is the world's biggest religion with about 2.1 billion followers worldwide. 
It is based on the teachings of Jesus Christ, who lived in the Holy Land 2,000 years ago. Encyclopedia Britannica Christianity, major religion, stemming from the life, teachings and death of Jesus of Nazareth. And then in brackets it has the Christ, or the Anointed One of God, in the first century CE. Christianity.com Let's click on that one because it looks like a site you can go on to to find out about things. So the .com site, um, it looks like a Christian one and we've got a big search bar with the question, what do you want to know about Christianity? Alright, we'll close the free prayer guide. So let's type in our question, what is Christianity? And we've got a number of options and the first one is our question, what is Christianity? So we'll click on that. And we've got some line drawings and um, a video. So let's click on the video and see what it says. Christianity is pretty simple. It's all about one life, the life of Jesus. So who is he? Jesus was called Christ. That's not a surname, it's a title, meaning the king sent by God himself who would rule over everything forever. And he was also called the Son of God. God himself come to live in his world as a human. Now those are extraordinary things to claim, but Jesus proved he was the Christ and the Son of God by doing things only God can do. He cured diseases with a touch. Alright, that gives that side a bit more of a hearing than the others. And what I picked up was that it's all about Jesus, and Jesus was called Christ. Dictionary.com. So we're going into some dictionaries here. Christianity. The Christian religion. And then it's got some general things, and um, one of those is the state of being a Christian. So let's see what they have to say about the word Christian. Of relating to or derived from Jesus Christ or his teachings, of pertaining to, believing in or belonging to the religion based on the teachings of Jesus Christ. The Cambridge Dictionary, a religion based on belief in God and the life and teachings of Jesus Christ and on the Bible. The Oxford Dictionary, the religion based on the person and teachings of Jesus Christ or its beliefs and practices. Alright, that's um, most of the top ones on the first page. These, presumably, are some of the most well-regarded sources for a definitive answer to our question. They go on to say more, but these are their primary definitions. And they all have two things in common. The name Jesus Christ is given as if it's a proper name. A couple of them had Jesus of Nazareth, which is more authentic, but then they go on to call him Jesus Christ anyway. And secondly... They all say Christianity is based on his teaching. Firstly, let's look at the use of this name, Jesus Christ. Both Jesus and Christ are words that would have been unknown in the first century. Jesus is of course a translation. It's gone from Hebrew through Greek and Latin to English. Apparently it was originally something like Yeshua. The name of the actual man was not Jesus, but Yeshua. Sounds a bit foreign, doesn't it? Although the pronunciation is unclear, the original Hebrew name is in fact accessible. 
So why wouldn't a modern encyclopedia use this name to identify the man? It's no big deal that the name's been translated and that people commonly use the familiar term. But in reference books, Mumbai isn't called Bombay anymore. That sort of thing is not acceptable these days. But this principle hasn't held when it comes to the name Jesus. Christ is a title, not a surname. As a concept, centred around sacrifice for sins, it was developed after the time of Jesus. And there's no reason to believe his disciples would have devised it. It's been derived from the word Messiah, a Jewish concept with a meaning that's nothing like the Christ of Christianity. So what are dictionaries and encyclopedias doing, using these terms to identify a first century Jewish man? They're identifying a personage from history and automatically attaching a title as if it's part of his name, a title that's packed full of theological assumptions. It's the sort of thing a high school student might be marked down for in an essay. Okay, I've made some solid statements there without backing them up. What I'll be doing to allow this to be more like a dialogue is when I'm confident that I'm making a true statement, I'll just say it. I'm checking to make sure that what I'm saying is factual and the same can be done by anyone else who makes inquiry. I hope to be corrected if I make mistakes. So we're still in the Oxford Dictionary and here's the result for Buddha. Quote, A title given to the founder of Buddhism, Siddhartha Gautama. Born a prince in what is now Nepal, he renounced wealth and family and became an ascetic and after achieving enlightenment while meditating, taught all who came to him." Unquote. So here we have the title and then the name of the actual person. The man is identified distinct from the title and the concept that evolved after his lifetime. Okay, let's try Buddhism in the same dictionary to compare it to our result for Christianity. Buddhism, quote, a widespread Asian religion or philosophy founded by Siddhartha Gautama in northeastern India in the 5th century BC. Unquote. Other references do say the Buddha when referring to Siddhartha Gautama, but we were told Christianity was founded by Jesus Christ, as if it's a name. So that's like attaching an English translation of Siddhartha to the title Buddha to identify the man. Let's say his name evolved to become Stanley. A widespread Asian religion or philosophy founded by Stanley Buddha. It'd be strange, wouldn't it? Somewhat removed from Siddhartha Gautama. But we'd also need to change something else for this to be a parallel. The title Buddha would need to hold essential meaning that wasn't derived from what Siddhartha Gautama taught. I'll be backing this statement up later. For now, we haven't got past this name yet. In all of the above sources, I've seen nothing that identifies a name that the man we know as Jesus would have been called by those close to him. It might be there somewhere in the fine print later on. I haven't read further. What does this suggest? I think there are implications here. If you drop Jesus for Yeshua, is something lost. Something people don't want to lose if they go back to a Hebrew name. And Jesus Christ is also like a statement. It says Jesus is the Christ. It's laying claim to what he is. Reference books that continue to present us with this like it's a proper name should be cringeworthy. 
like the old movies with the white English Jesus and the long flowing hair. What are they referring to when they say Jesus Christ? A man or a concept? Okay, I need to check the meaning of the word objective because I know I'm probably not sounding very objective here. Objective. Right, the first dictionary result is not influenced by personal feelings or opinions in considering and representing facts. That's a good definition, I think. And I also think it's impossible. Unless you're just stating indisputable facts, and there are not many of those, certainly not in this subject. So there's only really degrees of objectivity. Dictionaries are supposed to be objective, and what I've done so far is object to how they're not being objective. So maybe I should say that I'll do my best to be fair and to check to make sure that my statements are not based on my own assumptions. To check my language and my cynicism and that I'll be willing to make the most of any evidence or logical conclusion, no matter if it's positive or negative for Christianity. So my objectivity will be focused on that. Of course, you may not believe me and uh, I'm not sure if I believe myself. And you know I've got an idea of where this is all going because I've already thought it through, but maybe something I haven't considered will steer things in another direction. Right, back to the search on Christianity. Still on the first page of Google, a bit further down, allaboutreligion.org. Quote, Christianity rises to the top when you earnestly investigate the other theories, philosophies, movements and religions of the world. Yes, as hard as it is to hear in our pluralistic world community, Christianity is different than all the others. That may sound terribly dogmatic and narrow-minded, but the simple truth is that Christianity is the only true religion. Unquote. Then, also on the first page, Rational Wiki, which starts out with a quote from Thomas Jefferson that says, quote, the day will come when the mystical generation of Jesus, by the supreme being as his father, in the womb of a virgin, will be classed with the fable of the generation of Minerva in the brain of Jupiter, unquote. Yeah, I didn't really get that one, but I read it a few times and then it, and then it did make sense. And then this rational wiki article goes on to deal with the complexity of Christianity without making trite assumptions, which is what encyclopedias are supposed to do. The Encyclopedia Britannica, after the first statement I read out previously, has some general information and then this. Quote, the essence and identity of Christianity. At its most basic, Christianity is the faith tradition that focuses on the figure of Jesus Christ. In this context, faith refers to both the believer's act of trust and to the content of their faith. As a tradition, Christianity is more than a system of religious belief. It also has generated a culture, a set of ideas and ways of life, practices and artefacts that have been handed down from generation to generation since Jesus first became the object of faith. Christianity is thus both the living tradition of faith and the culture that that faith leaves behind. The agent of Christianity is the church, the community of people who make up the body of believers. Unquote. I thought that was well written. I think Rational Wiki would be the more informative site to read through, but I also think that there's something in what the other sites are saying that is quite telling. 
I'm still stuck on how these sources external to the church say that Christianity is all about Jesus Christ and his teaching. What does this mean? Does it mean it's about the man who actually lived in first century Palestine or not? This is unclear. Sure, it's, it's supposed to be, but he's being presented like a concept. He hasn't been identified in a way that distinguishes him from later religious assumptions. In fact, the way he's been identified is with those later religious assumptions. The little information we know about the historical figure is not what we're being directed to. Encyclopedia articles like Britannica go on to present us with lots of information about Christianity. But with these opening statements, are we starting with an assumption on which all the rest of these articles are going to be based? Is Jesus Christ an assumption? If Christianity is just what Christians think it is, if it's just a system of belief based on the concept of an iconic figure that's developed in the minds of believers and was codified into doctrines by the church, and it's not really based on the teachings of an actual man whose name was translated as Jesus, then that's what Christianity is, and Christians are right. It's whatever they say it is because there's nothing to test it against. But they do make this claim to an historical figure. And this historical figure is significant, not just to Christians. They can call him what they want, brand him and claim ownership with the weight of their long-standing traditions, but all this doesn't turn him into who they think he is. So we've got Christianity and what Christians think, and we've got a first-century Jewish prophet and what he taught. And reference books are not really making a distinction between these two for us, even though they are two very different things. Encyclopedia Christia I mean, Britannica goes on to say, quote, to say that Christianity focuses on Jesus Christ is to say that somehow it brings together its beliefs and practices and other traditions in reference to an historical figure. Few Christians, however, would be content to keep this reference merely historical. Although their faith tradition is historical, i.e. they believe that transactions with the divine do not occur in the realm of timeless ideas but among ordinary humans through the ages, the vast majority of Christians focus their faith on Jesus Christ as someone who is also a present reality. They may include many other references in their tradition and thus may speak of God and human nature or of the church and the world, but they would not be called Christian if they did not bring their attentions first and last to Jesus Christ. Unquote. All right, I'm sure there are other outside perspectives we could include. Maybe some other significant ones will come to mind, but I'll move on for now and finish there with the <coughs> secular perspectives on Christianity. If anyone would like to put forward their own perspective or answer to the question of what Christianity is or an informative response or objection to what I'm saying, you could go to the homepage of this podcast, which is on the Anchor podcast app, and record a voice message. Go to anchor.fm forward slash shaking Christianity and click on the message button. I think it can be done with two or three taps on a smartphone. There's also a link for voice messaging on Spotify that you can see when you're on an episode page. Next up, inside perspectives. Starting with the two churches down the road, I'm going to ask to see if the reverend or the pastor would like to be interviewed and asked two questions. 
The first one is our question, what is Christianity? And the second, what is the central message of Christianity? The one-minute version. I'll be back with the first interview. I'd like to remind them that it does say in 1 Peter 3.15, always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. So I'll keep asking, and I suppose if these local churches decline, I'll go further afield, to find Christian leaders who are willing to answer these questions. If any of those leaders are listening at this point, I want to assure you that I will present your answers well. I'm hoping for people who will speak up well for Christianity. All I'm after is brief answers to these questions. I don't intend to debate in the interview. I will maintain the position of a respectful inquirer. I will, of course, then include the answers I receive in the podcast as representative of various Christian positions. And this will be done in the style of this episode within an analytical progression that looks for good reasons to believe things. So give me good reasons if you have them. If I don't play fairly, there will be opportunity for objections to my reasoning, as I will include voice messages from listeners that are informative, whether they're positive or negative. 